Hello and thank you for listening to episode 512 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our interview shows. And in this one, I'm delighted to chat with Richard Patrick all about the upcoming Filter album, The Algorithm, which is released on the 25th of August by Golden Robot Records. And of course, as you'll well know, if you listen to other interview shows that I do, we go off on a few tangents. I will give you a little tease before we get to the actual chat, and I'll let you know that you will hear Richard sing a little bit of the Kiss song, Rock and Roll All Night. And yes, you regular listeners will know how delighted I was when that happened. So please sit back, relax, and get comfortable as I have a little chat with Richard Patrick. Richard, thank you so much for joining me this evening. It's a pleasure to actually see you on my computer screen in front of wow. me. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No, that's all right. I've I, Now, this is a kind of weird way to start the show, but I've got a confession for you, and I hope you'll forgive me for this confession, uh, but because... We're similar in age. I'm just three years older than you. And I grew up during, you know, the 70s was all, for me, musically, was all about UK um, chart music. Then as we got into the 80s, I was like, inverted quotes, hair metal. I was all about the right. Kiss, Judas Priest, Scorpions, Whitesnake, Twisted Sister, all that kind of stuff. I have a funny story on why I kind of miss that. Let's start with that then before I get onto my confession. Please, let me go when ahead. When I was... It was 1980-something. I was probably 10 or 11 or somewhere around there, and yeah. I was listening to the Kiss record. Yep. And my big brother, Robert, came home from, who's obvi- who is the liquid metal Terminator and Terminator yeah. 2. Yeah. That's my brother. He's, he's an actor. He played the liquid metal cop in Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. So that character, that person... Uh, came home from college and he goes, I'm getting tired of you listening to all that kiss. <laughs> this is a band from the UK called The Clash. From now on, you're punk. <laughs> and so from then on, I was punk and I listened to The Clash. And that was and, it. And that was it. And wow. all of big, all of my big influences came from the punk industrial kind of, you know, underground, the guys, the underground, the guys that were not on MTV, the guys that were not in the charts, they were all disgruntled, <laughs> pissed, Whoa. pissed about the man. And that was, and see, here's me over here in the UK and it was all the hair metal and let's party and let's fuck and let's do this, that and the other. want to rock and roll oh. all night, <laughs> party every day. I'm using that as my ringtone now. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's all it was. Yeah, exactly. They took that formula and just ran it into the ground and yeah. just made it. I'm your cherry pie. <laughs> whatever the hell <laughs> she's only 17 17 <laughs> there's so many amazing amazingly bad i'm sorry oh, yeah oh no i, 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 I don't mean to pick on it but it was cheesy oh yeah as much as i love that music and grew up with it i've got to admit with you it is it's you know full-on cheese it was cheese <laughs> it was seriously cheese i mean Welcome to the Jungle wasn't, that was legitimate. 
like they were they were there was a lot of attitude there with Guns N' Roses. Um and there was the potential of hair. But they they kind of I don't know, they legitimized themselves with like Mr. Brownstone. Yeah. You know, they kind of like talked about subject matter that you know was like a little <laughs> scary like oh you're talking about hair all yeah wow. Ooh. you're not talking about you know champagne and fast cars you know what i mean <laughs> you know oh yeah <laughs> I, I most of the bands that i like have this like serious chip on their shoulder and they're pissed and they're talking about the, the how the man's done you know like everyone from u2 to yeah. The Clash, Skinny Puppy, Ministry. Yeah. They were like my heroes because they were always sticking it to the man. You know what I mean? They were always yeah. constantly watching about the way it was and, you know, politics and stuff like that. I always loved that. Same with like, you know, Roger Waters and, you know, uh, David Gilmore. You know, The Wall was a huge yeah. record. Oh, God, yeah. Led Zeppelin was, you know, big band for me. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, this is this is what I'd love to chat with you about because, again, going back to my confession, and again, please forgive me, Richard, I didn't know about Filter or yourself until last month. I'm, I, really? I know, I, I know. This, there's going to be people listening to this and watching this and going, "What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, where have you been?" Because I was wow. into that. Like I said, it was UK chart music all through the 70s. It was, you know, all the hair metal through the 80s. And then with, you know, when that was ousted with all the grunge and all the other different genres of music that came in, I dropped out of music for quite a while and didn't mm -hmm. get back into it until probably about 10 years ago to, you know, be mm -hmm. completely honest with you. And then we got sent, because we're lucky enough to be sent all, you know, all advanced uh, copies of music and so on and so forth. Uh, we got sent face down by yourself. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, I loved it. And I went, Killer. Who's Filter? You know, again, pardon me, pardon, wow. pardon me. And so then that took me onto like a rabbit hole of Filter and yourself, nice. which is really good because I love now, you know, at my advanced age discovering all this new music. And I think as you get older right. as well, you become. No, it's awesome. Yeah, you're, you're sort of, your avenues open, you become we have more eight receptive. Records for you to dive into. Oh, I know. Isn't it great? Eight records, including the algorithm that's coming out on August 25th. And we got sent an advanced copy of that. And I've been playing that very loud recently and we'll get on to cool. that because i love that album as well it ticks all the boxes regular listeners will know you know the things like um and i'll just mark these off now the things that i love is it's going to be really good vocals i, I hate the shouty shouty vocals that, that mm -hmm. go on and you've got a great voice richard i've got to say Thank you. uh the, Thank gu you. the guitar sound the drum sound the production of it all the lyrics it you know again it ticks everything i'm going why have I missed out on this for so for so for awesome. so long? So it's you know it's it's really really good. Well, as we say, welcome to the falls. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Richard. At last, it took me a while, yeah. but I'm finally here. Um, so, like I said, I went on a you know a deep dive with Filter and and yourself, and I've been loving not just listening to the you know the Filter albums, but learning about you as well. And if you don't mind, just you know a, a chat about you before we get onto the new album and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. you're such an amazing guy I've been, I've been you know the stuff I've watched the interviews with you and read things about you and 
Uh, you've been so honest with your addictions and this, that, and the other, and your history with Nine Inch Nails and all your other mm -hmm. musical history and, you know, how you got, the, I think it was age nine, am I right in saying, with the guitar, and that's yeah. how you, you got into me. I mean, why was it the guitar to begin with? It could have been any instrument, I guess. It could have been anything, but for some reason, the guitar just really, it was visceral. You know, mm -hmm. you, 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 you play it and you, you scratch the pick right over the strings and, you know, Pete Townsend. Yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah. Pete Townsend, that's another band, the Who. Um, just attitude and guitar playing and throwing that thing around, you know, like Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he he brought it. He he just fucking had a attitude and brought it. Same with Mick Taylor. Yeah. Or or Mick Jones. Was it Mick Jones from The Clash? Oh my oh god, yeah. Going back to the yeah. clash, of course, another great yeah. band. Yeah. <laughs> London calling. Yeah. That will come down and you know, this attitude, you know. Did you ever get frustrated with the guitar? I mean, I've spoke on previous Yeah, no, previous I, shows. I suck at it. Oh, I suck at it. No, I mean, come on, I suck at it because I, I sold. I, <laughs> I've had a guitar for like forty years and never been able to play more than like two chords on it. So, well, I can do I can do a lot of chords, and I I um and I can play somewhat of leads, but I really don't. I, I the guitar is just like a, a it's a weapon. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, it's not, I'm not articulate with it. It's more of a battering ram for me. It's more of a baseball <laughs> bat. It's, it's not like I'm, I'm having a conversation with, with, you know, Mozart with it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm literally taking a hammer to the, to the piano and I'm just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, 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 like Joe Strummer said, he's like, I play all six strings. I don't play one string. I play all <laughs> six. You know, like, like, yeah, I, I you know, um, it's just the means to an end. And, and the end is like just being aggressive and, and saying something and, and, and having a musical moment. That's, that's hopefully really cool and enjoyable for the listener. Yeah. And engaging. I like music that engages you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like one listen to London Calling and you're like, oh, my God, that was an amazing song. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm uh, a big cinephile. Uh, same with uh, like The Unforgettable Fire by U2. You know, just like, what the hell are they doing? You know, The <laughs> Edge found the digital delay and just used it for every song on that record. And it was so glistening and shine, shimmery and beautiful and amazing. And Danielle Lenoir and, and uh, Brian Eno producing it and just making it sound like this gorgeous cityscape of music, you know, soundscape. Yeah. And I, I just, I, you know, and, and yeah, it, that's what the guitar is for me. It's, it's, it's sound design. It's, it's, it's not just necessarily chords and melody and, you know, and it's, it's attitude and, and it doesn't have to be played perfectly. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. Like the band Polyphony, like I, I love how avant-garde and crazy they are. But 
after like 10 minutes, I'm like, dude, I need a chorus. You know what I mean? Like, I need a hook. I need someone telling me like, you know, you know, like, you know, like I need, I need someone, someone telling me what to feel, you know? Well, I say with music though, isn't it? Like I said, as much as a cinephile that I am as well, I think emotionally nothing triggers so many emotions and so many memories as well at the same time as music. You know, you can listen to a song and it and it, it brings back those emotions. It brings back those memories. It could be a song you've not heard from many years ago and it just like triggers something in your brain. Yeah, totally. Yeah, completely. And what's it like for you creating these songs that has that effect on people? Oh, man. Well, it's awesome. I mean, I cannot lie. It is the greatest honor of my life to be able to be the soundtrack to someone's life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people like, I, I mean, I had a guy come into the show. We played the show and the, the, it was great. And people were kind of filing out and I was getting, I had my backpack and I was leaving the venue and a guy came up to me and he goes, Hey, are you the singer for filter? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, Hey, listen, I just saw your, I drive a cab and I just saw your, your, your name on the marquee and it said filter. And he's like, and I just want to tell you something. My father left me in a hotel room when I was three years old. Wow. And he said, and for the longest time, I could not get over it. And I was an angry teenager and I was very upset because he abandoned me. He said, but you know what? I heard the song, Take a Picture. And it, for some reason, when it got to the, hey, dad, what do you think about your son now? I know that's not what you were writing it about, Mm -hmm. but for some reason that gave me permission to accept what my dad did and move on with my life so that I could get over it. Yeah. Your song brought me that peace. And like, for me, like hearing that, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I've touched I've touched someone. Yeah, yeah. They they have peace in their life when their life had brought when, when they were feeling so upset for so long and that's it. The the job the job was done. You know, wow. like I did one person came to me and told me and but I get that a lot. I get that. Oh, take a picture. Save my life. Thank you so much. I love that song. Or, you know, Hey man, nice shot. Save my life or your music saved my life. So that's the whole reason. I mean, obviously money and fame and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. that stuff. is like, that's the, for a lot of people, that's the attraction. But for me, it's literally because this is what Joe Strummer did to me. Joe Strummer saved my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Bono, Bono saved my life. The Edge saved my life. Keith Richards saved my life. You know, I was a troubled kid. I had trouble. I have ADHD. I became an alcoholic. And for me, music and my heroes in music have always been there. Like, I when I feel upset, when I'm overwhelmed, I'll put on music that like yeah. reflects, yeah. like helps me. Yeah. I'll put on the Unforgettable Fire by you too, and I'll just be like, there they are. They, my friends are back, and I'm and they can help me through this time. And you know that's the power of music. So that's why I got into it. 
I didn't get into it because of like, you know, fucking bro. You know, I didn't, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't necessarily, it was, it, it wasn't what the hair metal guys were doing. Yeah. It was, it was what like the, the more, the, 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 the guys that were had a little bit more conscious, you know, those are the guys that like, like kind of helped me and made me who I am today. I think. That's that's really good to hear, Richard. It really is. And you mentioned two song titles there with Hey Man, Nice Shot and Take a Picture, which again, as I admitted at the start of the show, I wasn't aware of like a month ago. And yet, obviously now I've listened to them many times. I love both of those songs, by the way. Great. Uh, and, Thank you. And went to the stories behind them and the, I mean, let's start with Hey Man, Nice Shot because, yeah. and with it being inspired uh, by our Bud Dwyer, who our Bud Dwyer, yeah, which I know of, proper. even even over here in the UK, because again, yeah. being a cinephile and horror movies, you know, my main genre. Um, and then I was watching. It, I mean, this is back in the days when there was the video nasty scare back here in, in the UK, where shit was banned all the time, and there was things mm -hmm. like faces. I can't remember if I saw that footage the first time on Faces of Death or, um, oh, because it was the Killing of America. It was one or the other, and thinking, "Holy shit! I've never seen anything yeah. like that." And I can't imagine what it would have been like for anybody watching that live on TV. Well, that America actually must happened. have been whoa. That happened. I stayed over in Pennsylvania, and I'm from Ohio. And our social studies class was kind of following it because it was mm. a big, huge deal. This guy embezzled a hundred million dollars, or blah blah blah. He was yeah. Supposed to yeah. And you know he pulls out this gun and oh, God, like, yeah. you know, stand back. This might hurt somebody. And then he pulls the trigger and kills himself. Yeah. And it was like, hey, hey man, nice shot. What do you what? <laughs> like what are you doing? Like what? You know. So I mean, um, yeah, inspired by Arba Dwyer, but like it's not literal. It's no, not literal. No, no, about, no. But. I wish I would have met you. Now it's a little late. What you could have taught me, I could have saved some face. They think that your early ending was all wrong. For the most part, they're right. But look how they all got strong. Yeah. You know, crazy. It is. And same Serious. With with, with That's the thing. I, I I like serious shit. You do. <laughs> I don't like, like I don't like <laughs> I got myself a red guitar and I'm playing that I can't drive 55. Woo! <laughs> no. I love, I'm like, not I'm not that guy. No. And I'm glad you're not, Richard, because things like with with take a picture again, that took me you know down the rabbit hole and, and made me discover about your addictions and your alcoholism and so on how you've been so open with it and now i think yes am i right in saying it's like 21 years you've been sober now i will be sober for 21 years on september 28th congratulations i take it one day at a time that that's amazing and again discovering all of this now yeah and listening to the song and then and then finding out the story behind it and your story is you know it just adds so much more to the music that you're creating yeah it's always there too obliteration is the new kind of alcoholics al al alcohol is bad song <laughs> you know I'm, I'm good at lighting the fire you know until it turns into a pyre 
Uh, I feel it burning my lungs. I taste the blood on my tongue. Enough is never enough Mm -hmm. until there's nothing. Ashes circle the drain. And now it's all the. <laughs> Have you? I know. I'm, you... I'm memorizing my lyrics because I'm going on tour. I'm going on tour with. Guess who I'm going on tour with? You're going on tour. I made it right. So again, um, just to pull back the curtain. So I... out of the five, out of the five records that I mentioned earlier, like the Land of Rape and Honey from Ministry, I'm literally going on tour with Rob Zombie, yep. Alice Cooper, yep. and Ministry. Yep. I mean that must and be Ministry. Ministry is going to be playing right right after us and i get to like literally walk off stage rub elbows with al jorgensen and then he's gonna sing you know songs off the land of rape you know and that that record truly was like there was there was two times in my musical career there was like before ministry and after ministry and and like you know land rape and honey i told al like straight up it changed my life and he's Mm. like so did me so did it did me too brother I've loved watching interviews with you and talking about, you know, your love of ministry on other bands and being on tour with Jane's Addiction and how you were sat at the front and watching Jane's Addiction. Because you are, as well as being a musician and a very famous one at that, um, Mm -hmm. you love music and you always have loved music and admire other bands as well, which is, you know, very refreshing to hear. Yeah, fully. Like, you know, going on Lollapalooza with Nine Inch Nails, you know, and playing Nine Inch Nails and then going out every night and watching, you know, and, and being in the moat in between the, the audience and the stage. There's that little moat region where the yeah. security guards are. And I would literally pay those guys. I'd pay them 20 bucks each. And I'd say, please don't let anything happen to me. And I would have a six pack and a pack of cigarettes. And I would sit there and I'd, I'd watch Jane's <laughs> Addiction every night. And they were just like, this kid just tipped me, you know, this kid from Nine Inch Nails just tipped me 20 bucks. You know, because the moshing, you know, the, they would come oh, right over yeah. you. Yeah, of course. They come right over you. So, you know, he would make sure that I would, he'd pick me up and move me and <laughs> the security guards were cool. <laughs> they'd pick me up and move me. You got to get over here, kid. I you mean, that, I mean, now, you know, now you've been 21 years almost sober as well. Getting on stage must be a different experience. Have you, uh, but before then, let's call it the wild days. Have you ever been told any stories about what you did or experienced or things that happened that you couldn't remember at the time? And then somebody's told you and oh, you've of gone, course. What's, been, what's been one of the wildest that has jumped to mind that you've gone, I don't remember that. But then somebody's told you that that happened? Um, definitely, uh, definitely the plane. The plane, yeah. The plane on for take a picture. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little wild. Like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> I did what? I mean, it was basically, has anyone have you seen the movie? Um oh, God. Uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh God, yeah, I love it. That was when I was in my drinking phase. Jordan Belfort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Except I was a musician. <laughs> And I'd I'd get on planes and crazy shit would happen. And I'd wake up strapped to the fucking plane, you know, to, to the, you know, to the, to the seat, you know? Yeah. Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was another movie that was like, Oh my God, that's my life. (laughs) You know? But yeah, I survived. 
I'm, I glad, I'm glad you did. I mean, what's what's been your the happiest and most memorable memories in in the past twenty one years, almost now since you've been sober? What what have you? Um, what again? What springs to mind? Other than my kids being born yeah. and my marriage to my wife mm-hmm. and um, all the joy they have given me, the 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 latest thing that's happened to me that blew my mind and made me just so happy was the Nine Inch Nails reunion with Trent Reznor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine Inch Nails. When, when I walked out on stage, the audience was so loud and it was so fever pitch that I literally teared up and I couldn't even sing. I was supposed to sing Eraser. Yeah. And I was like, I just couldn't, <laughs> I just could barely could get it out of my mouth and it was totally out of key. And then it got to the screaming part and I'm like, snap out of it. You know? and I'm like, get out of this. Stop crying. Fucking face it. Fucking scream. You know, and, you know, lose me. you know that that was when i felt comfortable yeah then like we started wish and we're playing wish and then we're playing sin and then we're playing gave up and then trent literally had nine inch nails learn hey man nice shot my song that i wrote and then then we played then we played uh head like a hole and I sang the second verse on Head Like a Hole and like nailed it and did a great job of it. Yeah. Um, but my God, I mean, it was an amazing and there was literally 30,000, easily 30,000 people there to see it. Wow. And everyone was talking about it. And then the next day at the airport, like I was mobbed by this big crowd of like people that were all flying away because they wanted to see the show and they were all flying back to their respective you know, parts of the country. And um, they they were like, we didn't know it was going to be that awesome with with you guys <laughs> oh, walking out on stage because really? it was it was kept a secret. We kept it a secret the whole time, and uh, it was just amazing. It was amazing. That was a great moment. Yeah, of, of my, sure. Do you ever get nervous on stage? You know what? Can you remember the most uh, yeah. nervous you've ever been on stage? Or- I'm, pre- I'm presuming you're more, you know, you don't get as nervous now. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. But- we did this thing called HitCore, which I want to tell everybody about. HitCore.com. It's H-I-T-H-I-T-K-O-R.com. And you can you can view this entire concert that we had. It was a webcast. It was a, mm. one of those live streaming events. And um, for the first two or three songs, I was pretty nervous. Yeah, and I, like had to snap out of it and and like and like dig down deep and get into it. And but if you want to see me a little nervous, check out that concert. But it's a really great concert. It's really great. Hitcore.com and just go to the you know part that says filter on it and and it's like we played for like maybe 2 hours. I mean, it was a great show. I mean, we we had a, a really great time. Oh, that's good. And we had our friend Danny Loner come out and play with us and you know, he's he's a good friend of ours. Yeah. I'm just, I'm actually, I'm just looking at the time and thinking, holy shit. I knew I knew I could talk to you for, for ages. We we haven't even mentioned the algorithm yet. We've got to get into that the upcoming like you said eighth album that I've been listening to. Um, for over a week now, I'm playing it, you know, loud. That's the way to play it, obviously. Yeah, you got to play it loud. Oh, yeah. of course, of course. And uh, 11 songs, 
and I, I'm, I'm not blowing smoke up you, and I'm, I'm always totally honest. I love every song on it. And again, thinking back to me, you know, my hair metal 80s days and all of them, it'd be like, ooh, is this what I like? And now, so many years older, and again, it ticks all the boxes of the stuff that I like. And it, it's really good. And you mentioned about tours as well. I'm so pleased. I looked, you're doing four dates in the UK next year. And one of them, as I just look at my uh, bullet points, is on March the 12th in Manchester at Gorilla. Uh, the last time I went there was in 2016. Um, oh, God, I watched um, Goblin doing Dawn of the Dead. They played the Dawn of the Dead movie, and Goblin were doing the soundtrack to it live at the time. That's the last oh, time wow. I was there. Crazy. So I'm really hoping I can be there in Manchester on March the 12th next year. Make and, it happen, brother. Make and, it happen. And come and see and, and, you and, guys. And, and talk to Joe, to Joe or who, who's the publicist over there? Is it Emma Van Dunst? Oh, over here. Who sorted this out? Is Judith. Yeah. Judith, okay. Yeah. Tell Judith that I told you you get backstage passes and come out and hang out with me. Oh, awesome. I would love that, yeah. Richard. I would really love that. <laughs> that would be so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That would, that would be great. So, I mean, you're, I mean, you're touring, like you said, you're doing this Freaks on Parade tour and you've got loads of dates upcoming as well. New album mm -hmm. upcoming. I mean, what an exciting time for you, you know, 30 yeah, it's years exciting. into Filter it, and it's I mean, it's this. crazy, you know, back in the day, like when it first happens to you, you're kind of like, oh, like, like, this is amazing, you know, and, and this, this day and age, I'm, 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 I'm going to really savor every moment of it because I, I think the record's amazing. It is, yeah. And I think that, I think that it's important that, that it, it, it like connects with people and, you know, and I think because I, I really truly believe it's 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 a beautiful piece of work, and I'm really proud of it. It is. Do you, do you still have the same songwriting process as you, you did years ago, or do you approach writing songs differently now? Or yeah, I mean, sometimes like you know, sometimes I like um, like I'll find a keyboard sound that I like, mm -hmm. like a bass synth sound, and I'll write like the like that's how it was for Face Down. Face Down was oh, the bass yeah. line. And um and I just kind of I'm alive from telling the truth. And I'm like, oh cool. What what was that? And I literally I had the bass going and I recorded the vocals before I recorded anything else and called it a song. And then when I sent it to Johnny, Johnny's like, hey, I've got some guitar ideas. And he wrote all these guitar parts for it and then like mailed it back. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. So, I mean, it does change because technology is here, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I worked with this kid, Zach Monowitz, who did For the Beaten and and Up Against the Wall and uh, Say It Again. He wrote the music for that. And he just put four or five parts together and like sent it to me and then I rearranged it and and put it in the computer and rearranged it and came up with the structure and then uh sang all the lyrics and then from there we re-recorded the guitars and then I added drums last and then yeah. we mixed it. Yeah, it's tons of different approaches you can take when you're when you're songwriting. Oh yeah. But yeah, it it just it came together, you know, and it and I probably have like three or four songs that I like kicked aside that I didn't want to, that I, that weren't as good that I just kind of kicked away. Mm -hmm. um, I could probably 
probably put the, release those later as just like a, kind of a odds and sods, whatever. Yeah, the, remember yeah. that record from Pete Townsend? Yeah. <laughs> little bit and pieces. It's not supposed to chart. It's just supposed to be, you know, I could just release it. Yeah. Two more things just before. I don't want to overstay my welcome. Again, I'm looking at the time. Two more quick things. Music score, uh, music score, film scores. Uh, I know that yeah. you really love doing them and you've done quite a few. Um, what have you got anything in the pipeline again at the moment with films? Because I know um, you love doing them. There's there's two things I can't really talk about that I'm working on uh, that I start on like October, November. Oh, okay, and I'll be able to clean those out before I go on tour in March. Nice. Yeah. Well, but let's let's yeah. talk about those when hopefully I meet you in March next year. Then we can have a you quick got chat. It. Let's, go. let's talk about that. And finally, there's one. I lied. I did have one question for you before we started recording. And of course, uh, you and your, your brother, Robert, if there was a 20 question quiz and you were asked 20 questions all about Robert's movies and Robert was asked 20 questions about Filter's music, who would score the most points? I bet you Robert would. Yeah. Because Robert really really pays attention to everything that he was a he was always a huge fan of filter he was always like yeah i've got the new demo man i'm rocking out to oh, the new so. filter demo. You know, <laughs> nice it's always like that like i'd always send him cds and stuff of what we were doing and he would probably score the most points although i do watch all of his movies and i do try and keep up with his tv shows and everything yeah. like that he's, he's done a lot of great work in oh, the last God, couple yeah. Yeah. yeah so maybe maybe it'd be even i bet you'd be even. <laughs> nice some brotherly competitive yep stuff going on there that's for sure well th for the sake of the edit again thank you richard and like i said at the beginning of the show you've got a new fan here in wales so i really appreciate it thanks for having me and thanks i'm glad welcome to the fold as i thank said you. before i'm glad to be in the fold thank you richard killer and the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. Another highly enjoyable one it was for me to record too. Hopefully it was highly enjoyable for you to listen to. As well as listening to it, you can watch us as well because this interview show is also on our YouTube channel. Hopefully you subscribe to it already. If you don't, please do that. Uh, because the odd interview show here and there gets put on there, as well as some other stuff too. So keep an eye on the YouTube channel. So if you want to watch us have a chat, go to there. Uh, also go to our website, 60mw.co.uk, numerical 60, not alphabetical. Everything that we do is on there. All of the podcasts, the news, the reviews, links to our social media. So please bookmark that. Please tell people about the shows. And if you're new to us, thank you very much for listening. We have plenty of other interview shows in our back catalogue for you to catch up on, so please go and do that too. We will be back very, very soon. We've got quite a few shows in the can, so we'll be back in your ears before you know it. So again, thanks for listening. Goodbye.